morning. This is Frida Liu. You're listening to Her Vantage, and this is where we speak to women of influence and leadership. I'm here uh, with Leong Sok Fan, Managing Director of Bayer Malaysia. Now, uh, one of the things as well, you know, other pharmaceutical companies like the uh, AstraZeneca and Pfizer are very much in the forefront, you know, as they're producing COVID-19 vaccines, right? I guess, how does Bayer continue to be in the consumer's mind share? Yeah, so... so COVID has definitely exposed the fragility, you know, of mm. of uh, networks and you know, uh, from, for people to secure healthcare, food supply, you know, locally and globally, right? Um, mm. Now, um, in these challenging times, we really have to understand, yeah, the needs of the patients, the farmers and consumers. Um, so, in in consumer care, yeah, uh, or consumer health, we prioritize on area where it, it's um, most meaningful to consumers. Basically, areas where they are seeking immunity protection. Mm. Mm. Uh, prevention, prevention solutions, right? So what we do, um, you know, uh, because COVID has changed the way people think about their health, that people right. work towards more building their immunity. So we drive relevance of the of the product, products that we have, like Redoxon, which is our mm-hmm. vitamin C and zinc supplement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so being there was really important. It gives us a chance to drive the purpose of the brand. Now, so we actually supported, yeah, um, frontliners uh, in in uh, vaccination centers, right, by giving them, you know, uh, um, helping people to understand the importance of vaccination and how you can also further, you know, uh, protect yourself, yeah, by by also not not just by masking only and and and, and hygiene, mm-hmm. but there's also a need to also protect your internal immunity as well. Right. Uh, so that that's from uh, tapping on the consumer behavior, and that that has really you know shown a uh, strong uh, results for us. And cons- consumers continue to be very engaged and uh, very very appreciated that we are we we are there for them uh, when when they need us most. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, so I mean, this is very interesting, right? If you look at the consumer behavior, uh, did you see a change uh, in behavior in the last two years? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think um, people are more aware, yeah, generally the need uh, to be a bit more careful. Um, and um, you, you can see in terms of the, uh, the supplement uh, industry, right, um, the, the growth has been uh, significant, yeah. And I think um, it, a lot of businesses, yeah, actually suffered, right, from mm. the pandemic, right? Um, for us, it was a little bit different. Uh, we we were also caught off guard. The challenges for us is more about meeting the needs and making sure that we uh, b- balance that. You know, also you know with with also uh, the perspective that it has to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, we need to not make sure that you know it's not a a, a panic kind of behavior that it doesn't long lasting. Right. Right. So it's really important for us to so, um, make sure that we continue to educate and continue to help people to think a little bit about that. Even beyond COVID, right? Mm. You need to continue to make sure that uh, you have you know, uh, support to, to drive the, uh, that 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 uh, immunity. Um, yeah, I think that definitely it has changed significantly at the behavior as well. Um, as far as for um, um, our uh, ethical and prescription drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are some challenges, obviously, when, when COVID hit us, right? I mean, mm. we saw a behavior of consumers uh, um, a little bit more reluctant to take on elective treatments. Mm. So you can see initially, right? Uh, people are a little bit more uh, staying away from hospitals uh, that right. has impacted us a little bit, right? Uh, but I think you know over time, uh, with like I said, the the, the uh, as the the situation gets better and also consumers get a little bit more comfort that you now mm. um, they can still you know go on their treatment and prioritize, right? Uh, and we also try to pivot that by supporting them with digital engagements and we reach out to them virtually as well. So that has sort of uh, come out a little bit better this year compared to last year. So we had a lot of learnings from 2020 and 2021. We are able to you know take those learnings and yeah and and make sure that we continue 
continue to uh, to pivot that and also to engage with our patients. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, this there's of course I'm just talking about the 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 the, the COVID nineteen situation, and then there there are these people who are you know anti vaxxers and, and a general distrust, right, of pharma companies, and this is a broad sweep, right? Do you, how how does Bayer counter that? And, and again, with your what with your tagline, what is that again? Uh, consumer health for all, uh, hunger for none, or or you know, how does that fit into? Yeah, how does that fit into, you know, what you're doing? Because I think there's there's this, you know, there seems to be this uh, mistrust anyway, right? Yeah, I I think um, I think it's important for people to understand, right, uh, uh, the role you know, of vaccination uh, clearly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, although you know, I think. Um, it's important to 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 sort of uh, understand and weight out right the yeah. benefit versus the risk and and and, then, uh, and everything we do yeah um, we have to make sure that uh, the, the policies should be guided by science mm-hmm. yeah and the things that we've seen with the vaccine right it's all scientifically correct pointing mm. to that direction yeah there's mm. obviously the benefits outweighs the risk mm. uh, and, and that is what in Bayer we we clearly you know communicate our stance that right. Um, uh, uh, vaccination is the way to go, yeah. Uh, and again, we we are in the business of of, of health, mm. right? Uh, and the science supports that. So um, that that's that's really what we 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 have to comment, yeah, right. on, on on that sense. And uh, and even in, within our company, right, we uh, we, we clearly you know uh, encourage and also uh, ensure our employees uh, to take the vaccine so that they can continue to you know to live life normal and mm. you know, protect themselves. And also their family and friends, yeah. Mm. And uh, what, what we're happy to say in Malaysia, at least, right, the vaccination rate has been very high, yeah, mm. of our employees, and it really it clearly shows that you know uh, we're living uh, what we preach, you know, and, and walking to talk about health for science, uh, health for all, and and uh, and hunger for none. Right. So yeah, um, it, it's really important, like I said, the science is there. Yeah. Right. And you're the co-chair for the Consumer Health Committee in the Pharmaceutical Association of Malaysia, Pharma, uh, and heads the self-care mm-hmm. project team. Can you tell me some of the uh, initiatives of Pharma? Uh, so yeah, so far in Pharma, uh, I I co-chair the Consumer Health Committee. Yeah, there are many many different committees in mm-hmm. Pharma. Pharma is a, um, as you mentioned, is the Pharmaceutical Association of Malaysia. Right. Uh, it represents the voice of a multinational. Uh, 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 pharmaceutical companies, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, distributors, brand owners, yeah, in Malaysia. Um, so, in the consumer committee, right, one of the key agenda um, for the committee is really to advance, yeah, self care. Mm-hmm. I mean, self care is defined as the ability, very simply, the ability of people to take better care of their personal health. Yeah, mm-hmm. as simple as that. Um, we believe that if you're able to take better care of your personal health, right, you definitely can live, you know, a, a more balanced and healthier life. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that we do is, is you know, the, the key part is in order to do that, it's very important to firstly address health literacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think there is one thing about um, about the the desire to practice self-care, right? And mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's another thing about the confidence yeah, and I think today, I think there's a bit of lack of confidence of the, uh, the consumers to do self-care, right? right. Uh, the confidence is, 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 is a result of the low literacy because right. I, I think self-care sometimes can be a lot, it can be misunderstood, uh, yeah, the term, mm. yeah, uh, and we want to make sure that you do that responsibly with information that, 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 uh, that allow you to know, yeah? Um, mm. Just think about, right? 
if consumers were to have more education and more information about how to take care of themselves, think about the benefit, right, to the system, to the country that it actually relieve consumers, you know, from from uh, uh, burdening the healthcare systems. That generally they will get less sick of obviously, yeah. And uh, less sick people also means there's less people going into the hospitals and also less pressure to the government. And we've seen that clearly during COVID, right? What that mm. do to the to the government and the healthcare system. So that's why we felt that education is really important. So that initiative in pharma, mm. we had a white paper that we published, right? Mm-hmm. Which was uh, in uh, collaboration, yeah, but with uh, the Economist uh, Intelligence Unit, right? Which mm-hmm. done on very um, uniquely a research. In Malaysia itself, where we interviewed the public, we interviewed healthcare professionals, and for the first time, that white paper was launched uh, with that context of this is in Malaysia, this is done in Malaysia, and we knew that there was a huge appetite yeah, for people to embrace self-care, uh, but there is a big challenge in terms of literacy. So that right. that's that's one of the things that um, that we need to continue to educate, mm. and we believe um, it needs the uh, a push and leadership from both policymakers, yeah, um, the government. And also healthcare professionals in terms of the, the, the associations, whether it's the doctors, the pharmacists, yeah, the nurses, yeah, and that has to be, uh, and also industry as well, like people like us, yeah, it's mm. really important to work together to bring the literacy level of Malaysians higher, right, across mm. the nation, uh, not just in city centres, you know, even in, yeah. in the suburban areas, right, yeah. Right. Okay, and yeah. you know, as, as Bayer, uh, Malaysia celebrates its uh, 50th anniversary, what's next for Bayer and, uh, under your leadership and what's next for Leong Sok Fan? <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, I, I have to say, you know, COVID has changed you know, the way we work here for right. good, right? I mean, uh, is 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 is. Uh, I think it's always a, an opportunity when something has is such a big mm. impact on us, right? So mm. for us in Bayer, Malaysia, one thing is very clear, yeah, we will not return to the old ways of working yeah. uh, after COVID. Yeah, yeah. We, we're still, you know, moving into what we call a so sort of like transitioning into endemic, yeah, and even when we reach an endemic. Phase, right. I think we will, you know, change the office land landscape for us in Bay Malaysia will change fundamentally. Uh, firstly, we will reinvent our office here yeah, as a place for real collaboration. Um, we, we will value partnership, you know, and performance uh, over yeah, uh, and anything. Or we need to continue to offer employees a lot more flexibility and freedom on where and how they work. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And this means continue with our work from home arrangement and or potentially also implement a hybrid model uh, uh, which is comfortable for everybody moving forward, right? Mm. Um, and of course, this is also, you know, with in mind that employee safety will still be a main priority yeah? because I think, uh, like I said, the pandemic is here and it might not go away. So we need to make sure that priority uh, of the safety employees is still at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, that that's one from the work environment. Um, from a business perspective, yeah, I mean, again, COVID has shown that, you know, um, what we do in Bayer in advancing health Mm. and nutrition, right, for people, uh, which is the core of our business, is more important than ever before, yeah. Right. Um, and we will continue to drive change and uh, further improve quality of life for as many Malaysians as, as possible to live up to our vision of health for all and hunger for none. Uh, and we do that um, by, in Malaysia, by you know, ensuring that we continue to innovate life-saving medicines in our pharma division, mm-hmm. uh, make it available for patients who count on us, yeah. Mm. Uh, we continue to supply self-care solutions to make consumer healthy with our, you know, with our brands, uh, the you know, that our you know iconic brands like Redoxon, Barocca, and we'll continue to support farmers yeah, with products and tools, solutions to help them generate better harvests yeah, by using you know very scarce resources yeah 
uh, from an, uh, from a planet. Mm. Um, yeah, so basically that that's what we're gonna do in India. Yeah, I mean, really exciting to, to to take that journey with with the team. Yeah, right. Uh, thanks for spending your morning with us, uh, Leong Suk Fun, uh, managing director of Bayer Malaysia. You've been listening to Her Vantage, BFM eighty nine point nine. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.